so under the radar though, there is a manager who um, is replacing a legend and we're going to bring on one of the prominent parts of the Cleveland Guardians ball club right now. Our friend Andres Jimenez joining us. What are you doing? Our friend Andres Jimenez joining us right now. Andres, how you doing, dude? And first off, before we get to that, congratulations on another Gold Glove Award. Incredible job in the field. We've seen trick plays. We've seen consistency, elite range, the whole deal. So um, how did you feel when you heard that you won the award? Hey, what's up, guys? It's been a long time. Obviously excited. I'm happy with my family. I had the chance to to have my whole family here watching the TV. So it was a, a special moment for me. Andres, where'd you get that poster, man? You already got the poster behind this you one? over your, your shoulder? Yeah. Have you with the no, other this gold one, glove? This one, this, that one was a gift that my mom okay. gave me last year. Is she going to get you another one this year? Because now you have two. Is it going to be like you back no. to back? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Oh, okay. Well, how, how excited? I mean, again, it's pretty awesome. Back to back gold gloves and, and everything that comes along with it. But, you know, enough about you. There's other news now in the Cleveland Guardians world. You got a new manager. Yeah, that's what I read. Uh, yeah, we got a new manager. We're excited. Um, let's see what, what we can accomplish together. Um, you know, good expectations and positive. Are you, uh, are you mad that it's not Tito and Tito wasn't joking? Tito wasn't like, you wanted <laughs> Tito to be like, ah, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'll come back. <laughs> no, he was, he was really clear, uh, at the end of the year, he, he was hundred percent, uh, sure on the decision that he was taking. And from that moment, I was like, okay, this is it for, for Tito here in Cleveland. So, yeah, he was really serious on that and, you know, looking forward with the new manager. Quanto significa para, para manager and equipo? How, how significant really is a manager for a team? Like, you guys go out and play. Tito, he can barely make it out to first base, let alone get a hit to get to first base. Like, you guys are the ones that are playing. No, it means a lot. Obviously, you know, in the clubhouse or even in the dugout, just the, the presence, uh, the way that, you know, they they treat us and the confidence the confidence that they give us, you know, just it can be talking, it can be, you know, practicing or whatever, you know, the presence and the confidence that we can get from them is, is really special. And I think it means a lot having a great manager in the clubhouse and or, the, or in the dugout. I think it's really important for a team. Do you feel like you have to be a leader now? Obviously, Hosey's there too, but do you feel like when you lose a manager that's been there for so long, Muchanos, now you get a new manager and you feel like you have to be more of a leader than you were this year? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. I think we have so many good guys there and they have time in the league and they can be uh, good leaders um, in the clubhouse or in the, on the field, but we got Hosey there. So he's going to take care of us. Andres, when do you think you'll get a call from Steven Boat? And what would you like him to say to you? You know, what will make you feel comfortable as one of the leaders of this team and locked up to a long-term deal to have a great relationship with the next guy that's going to be running your clubhouse after only knowing what it's like to have Tito, one of the best in the biz for a long time. Yeah, I don't know when it's going to be because the news just come out today. But I think it's going to be 
next couple of days and it's gonna be special for us for me and and the team you know to know him and i've been hearing great things about him so we're gonna be in the right track do you know about his comedic ability he is one of the funnier players in baseball he does impressions so are you prepared for that because was tito funny i mean he was funny when we had our manager meetings i, I feel like this is like a different level of comedic ability kratz am i right like this is somebody who puts time into his bits to really make sure that every single person in the clubhouse is kind of falling out of their chair that kind of funny are you prepared for that yeah i mean tito was funny i think he was you know he was telling you the truth but uh he was doing it in the funny way so yeah i'm expecting kind of the same meetings kind of the same personality out of the out of both. But let's see, let's see in the spring training or the next couple of days with the meeting. We maybe have some meeting and I'm gonna let you let you know guys how, how it's been. So today has been what we call manager madness because of vote being announced and Craig Council is taking over the baseball world right now. It's really a unique case, Andres. I'm curious to get your thoughts on how he might change the industry. So Craig has been one of the better managers in the sport for a while. He is going to be the new manager of the Chicago Cubs. He goes within the division to another ball club that is paying him significantly more to do that job. He was a part of the players union, not just as a current uh, or as an active player back then, but actually like one of the team reps. He was um, a big deal in that world to try and make sure that players were paid what they should be paid, right? Like to help set the tone for guys like you now to be able to um, sign long-term extensions. He's trying to do that with the manager position. Do you have a lot of respect for that? And do you believe that managers are underpaid and someone like this will help to raise the bar? Yeah, if, it, if it's going to work for the, for the game, I'm, you know, I'm all in on that. If it's helping both sides, I think, I think I know that I'm positive on that way. But um, yeah, I just see some, some couple of news about the managers, and I think they hired three managers today, something like that. And yeah, the, the, he probably gonna change the the manager's uh, position uh, with the with the money. Andres, you're from Venezuela. You're yeah. very proud being from Venezuela. You played for Venezuela in the WBC. Carlos Mendoza, Venezuelan, manager of the Mets, right? He's, I think, is yeah. he only the second Venezuelan ever to be a big league manager other than Ozzy Guillen full time? Yeah, and Miguel Cairo was uh, was a manager last year for a little bit in Chicago White Sox. Yeah, uh, but I mean, full time. Yeah, Carlos, right? I got the chance to play with Carlos and last year in Winnable, so he was my manager when I played there. Uh, I had the chance to have Carlos in the WBC, he was the main coach there. And uh, he's from the same city that I am, so we have. I know him really well, and he's a great guy, really smart guy. Wait, what so, you, so you got to tell us something about Mendy, because he was the bench coach. He was the bench yeah. coach when I was with the Yankees in 18, 19, and 20. So yep. what, what do you, yeah, what do you have you, about I can tell you, he speaks uh, both languages perfectly. Uh, he's really smart really smart uh, guy um he knows a lot about infield he knows a lot about uh, the game 
he liked to study the game every single time. And uh, one thing that I can say about him is he's really he's really professional on the game. So he takes the game really serious. So you're so you used to be in New York. Now you're yep. he, they're not gonna they're not gonna trade back for you just because Mendy's there. They're not gonna trade <laughs> trade back for they already got rid of you. How no, is he I'm gonna do in New York? What's that? <laughs> I, I'm good where I am. Okay, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're really good <laughs> yeah, where you are. Agreed. Mucho oro. How is he going to do in New York? How is he his personality going to handle being a manager in New York in for the Mets? Because he was a bench coach with the Yankees. Yeah, I think I think he's prepared, prepared, prepared. Coming from the Yankees, you know, I think he's ready to to be a manager. And if he's in New York or whatever, I think he's ready. But uh, like I say, he's really smart. He's going to make adjustments down the road. And uh, like I say, he's really professional, so he's gonna take, you know, he's gonna take the job how how he has to do it. So I think he, I, I expect good good things for him. Okay, verdadero or falso? Tim Anderson will be your shortstop double A partner next year. True or false? I <laughs> Can <said>. you repeat? <laughs> Ver, verdado, verdado or falso? True or false? Tim Anderson will be your double play partner in Cleveland next year. No. No. Falso. Falso. See. <laughs> He's a free agent. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe play shortstop next year. I don't know. Yeah. Have they, was... they talked to you about that? Playing shortstop? <laughs> no, no. They asked me, but I'm good. I'm good you say no. Second. You say go two gold gloves. I'm good. I'm going to stay right where I am. It just it just depends what the what the team needs because they have you know deep uh, prospects there they're really good. One is better than than other, so they can play shortstop, they can play second, they can play third, they can hit for power, they can run. I mean, they have really good prospects there. I, I tell you what, they're not going to do. They're not going to play third. You guys have a third baseman. You guys have a second baseman. So yeah. I don't think they're going to play third anytime soon. Who? The prospects. <laughs> No. I mean, Jose Ramirez ain't going anywhere. No. Andres Andres isn't going anywhere. Well, he's just saying, though, Andres, you you truly, and we talked about this a little bit several months ago, and I'm guessing it stays the same for you. You truly do not care at all, right? If you play second or short, either one, they call you, you're in a long-term deal, you just want whatever's good for the team. It's just the the best fit for the team. If they think we're going to be a better team with me and shortstop, I prepare myself this offseason you know, to be in that page. But if if the best fit for the team is with me playing at second, I'm going to keep playing at second. So. so that's my follow-up is, I know you don't care which position you play, but how much easier does it make your off-season if at some point you get at least an inclination, right? At least a chance of, hey, I would prepare yourself more for second or, hey, I would prepare yourself more for shortstop. How yeah. much would that help the thing, you? The thing here is that every offseason, I prepare myself in shortstop, right? Why? Because it's going to be easier for me when I start playing and going back to second. So my offseason, every time I practice at shortstop. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah, he prepares so, to play shortstop. Yep. And it's a shorter throw, so he can then move to second at shorter throws. Yeah, it makes exactly. sense. Exactly, yeah. 
Do you now do you stay in Cleveland in the offseason or do you go back to Venezuela? No, no. I go back to Florida. Oh, Miami? No, no Miami. <laughs> Orlando. No, not Orlando. <laughs> you just guess every freaking city. Well, there's yeah. a lot of Venezuelans in Orlando. There are. I know there are. Martin Prado. Yeah, yeah. Here, right? Victor Miami Martinez, and Orlando. Abreu. Yeah, you say? A, lot of, a lot of Venezuelans. You're not going to give us a – you're not going to tell us, are you? Secret location. I'm going to – you guys are going to be guessing. I'm going to wait well, for the right answer. I mean, it's not like – he's not say like he's Lucy. in late. He's not like he's in Lakeland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, St. Yeah, Lucie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, St. Lucie. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good. Next time I come down to Jupiter to play golf, I'm going to call you and be like, I want to take some grounders at shortstop. What can you teach me? <laughs> yeah, I can teach you. We, we, we have to dance. <laughs> Learn how to dance. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, you might do that this that's, weekend. Yeah, mm. that's the first thing. What kind of dancing? Because I can salsa and merengue. Salsa. They're the same thing. Salsa, merengue. Ah, oh, see? All right. Yeah. Okay. Easy. Are you gonna be my partner? I can teach you. Let's do it. Let's do it, <laughs> man. Hey, Andres. Question for you about the Guardians. What do you want to see them do this off season? Right. I mean, you're with this team. You just saw what stood out, what didn't. I know you're gonna tell me. You know, they're gonna make the decisions. That's fine. But what would your dream off season be? For the Cleveland Guardians, you have your manager now. What else do you want to see the team do coming up for this season so that you guys do what your entire life's goal is, is to win a World Series? Yeah, that's the main goal. Uh, I really trust in the front office that they're going to get the the right uh, right guys to help us to win ball games. But um, I don't know. That's a good question. Hard question. Uh, because I have, we have the the guys. I feel I feel like we have a really good team, you know. But uh, that's a really good question. Uh, maybe a right-handed power hitter, maybe. Uh, that was going to be my suggestion. So I'm sure you look at the stats. Your team did not have a lot of power, right? And I actually yeah. saw something yesterday. So I believe that the top two teams in terms of contact, right, the least strikeouts were the Nationals and the Guardians, which I believe were also the top two teams in terms of, or I guess the bottom two teams in terms of home runs. So in your mind, can too much contact actually be a detriment? Like, can you have too many players that are bat-to-ball oriented and contact oriented, but don't have enough power? Does it have to do with the player profile? Does it have to do with the way that the team is looking at how they want to build their offense. Because Cleveland loves having contact, guys. We spoke to your former teammate somewhere, probably, Nolan Jones. I think you spent a little bit of time with him. And he said, hey, I, I had too much swing and miss in my game for Cleveland. So they traded me to Colorado. I love contact, but at the same time, you know, a team needs to hit homers. You got to bash baseballs to win a World Series, right? Yeah, I feel like you need a little bit of everything. Um, you know, the guys... Uh, they have the contact, the guys with the, the power. I feel that's a combination, right? So last this year, uh, it didn't work, but um, next year's probably it's gonna be it's gonna be better. Uh, the guys that we play, the the guys are gonna make adjustments for next year. So I'm hoping and I have a big expectations uh, on changing that that number on the Homer. Well, when we talk about homers and extra base and everything 
I have big expectation for next year that's going to change. How do you do that, though? Like, how do you how do you hit more homers? Do you hit the gym more? Do you make swing adjustments? Oh, my God. I don't know. I don't know. When I have the answer, I maybe tell you because <laughs> uh, it can be in the weight room. It can be a pitch, pitch selection. Uh, try to put the barrel on the ball more consistently. Uh, I think, it's, I mean, for me, I just keep it really simple. I don't think too much on it. Get it out front. Kick, click it out front, Andres. I'll tell you it homers. Just yeah. Keep, click them out front. The barrel. Click them out front. Huh? Yeah. Right. Get, it? get the good pitch and put the barrel on it. Out front. In frente. Out front. Right. Tell Vic, tell That's Vic Rodriguez, I want to tell Vic Rodriguez, you want to hit the ball front. You want to be like Big Poppy. He'll be like, okay, Poppy. <laughs> yeah, I think next year, a couple of guys are going to hit the ball in front. There you go. <laughs> I like it. Or, or they sign, or or firma, firma de Jorge Soler. Oh, yeah. He knows how to do that, huh? He, he got knows like how to hit 30... the ball out in front. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That is something, Sh right? Coming to Cleveland, Shohei Otani. <laughs> wow. Hey, go ahead. Let, let's Otani finish with that, Andres. Hey, I was gonna, I was gonna ask yeah. that. I was gonna ask. You know the Players' Choice Awards? To sabe vota vota votación vote votación vote vote for the Players' Choice Awards. I think that's for what. I don't. When you got the ballot, it, it was the last like couple weeks of the season. Yeah, you but get that's the ballot. The MLB PA, right? Yeah. Yes. Jugadores, votación. Votaciones. Yeah, votaciones. Uh, you think they got it right? Acuna had a better year than Shohei Atani? Who did you vote for for oh, player man, of that... the year? Huh? What is it? Who did you vote for for player of the year? Uh, I put I put Ronan, Ronan Acuña. Of course, Venezuela, Venezuela, Merengue. Yeah. Well, no, tell Kratz why. I mean, both, both guys do something crazy this year. Like, it's not for a human, you know? <laughs> I, I, I said, yeah, but I said Acuña. Cerca. I said, I said Shohei. Like, okay. Al Batiador, a la cerca, era lo mismo. Pero Otani pitches. Can pitch, yeah. He's ¿Por qué? Crazy. ¿Por qué, Ronald? ¿Por qué no Otani? I mean, I put him last year. <laughs> Over Judge. I know. I know. I know he's dominating the league every single year. But I wanted to put Ronald because, you know, 47 is not something that's going to happen every day, every year. So. I don't know. I feel like, you know, the impact that Brace were having at that time was significant too. So that's fair. I agree. All right. So they're a first place team, 40 70, historic year. That's why. Yeah. You might do it again next year. And Otani's not pitching next year, but he's still hitting next year, and you guys need power. So if you don't get Jorge Soler, let's say that. Shohei Otani is watching this show right now, okay? He's a free agent now. You're allowed to talk about him. What is your pitch to Shohei Otani on why he should sign with the Cleveland Guardians? Let's just make up a scenario where he gets a nice offer from Cleveland 
and he calls you and says, why Cleveland? Why would this team stand out to me more than other spots? What would be your recruiting pitch? Um, I would say uh, the team is great. Um, the fans are great as well. It's not, not a lot of media in Cleveland. The only thing that you have to learn in Cleveland is how to play with the weather. That's the only thing. Okay, well, fine. Then my response as Otani would be, I would like a retractable roof, and then I will <laughs> sign there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I will say, no, Shohei, that's not going to happen because they are doing a, another stuff on the, on the stay in the ballpark, so too mm. late. Mm. Okay, sorry. All right, well, I'll, uh, I'll see you in the what? ALCS then. <laughs> Wait, have you, ever, have you ever faced what Shohei? Have you faced Shohei? Yeah, yeah. What, two what's your stats? Well, and? Well, for two. With? Uh, basic to the other way with a split. Malatoria. Oh. Yeah. I got, I got lucky that day. Yeah, oh. right. One oh. for two, yeah. That's good shit. That's right. You know what? That's why he didn't vote for him. He had been over two of two punches. He would have been like, oh, yeah. Sure you, got him, you got him. You got him. I like it. Well, I like it. Plus Venezuela. That's right. Andres. <laughs> Great to catch up with you again. Congratulations on the gold glove. Thank you. Thank you. I Appreciate hope to see you. you guys soon. Yes, All same right, here. Yes, we'll talk to you later in the offseason. Cheers.